welcome to D and D, the dinner party role playing podcast. I'm your host and dungeon master, James Russell. With me today are the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi, hi. there, everybody. <laughs> Who's that? That's that's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved last time when I was Spaghetti Clown, and then you as Flack did a voice where you were Spaghetti Clown, but it was not Spaghetti Clown's voice. <laughs> yeah. It really. I sat here being like, James, that's not the voice, and then I thought, no, he knows. It's acting. <laughs> he's doing a he's doing a good job. <laughs> I now I don't remember what that sounded like, so I don't, don't make either. me do it again. Uh, but yes, uh, Spaghetti Clown is uh, you're is still with us. Yeah, he's still there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, we're we're recording uh, uh, in back to back weeks for the first time since I think COVID. It, it <laughs> Dude, feels probably. like <laughs> drinking water and being hydrated when I've been so thirsty for months. <laughs> Uh, it is nice. It is nice to uh, have it fresh, a little bit fresher than normal anyways, and um, uh, get back into it right away. But we are going to do a quick recap of what happened last time to get you guys, the players, and you guys, the listeners, back into it. So uh, things were really escalating up in Didrodon last time uh, we joined the team. Uh, they were taken captive by Cedric, revealed to be not a good guy as if that was in any doubt from the moment he first appeared <laughs> but now uh yes the cat's out of the bag cedric's the, the villain for for this one and he took everybody captive up to his um secluded mountain laboratory where he was attempting to find a uh, a halfling dragon dragon hybrid Seemed like he was doing experiments to try to find that. Seemed like. Yes. He was making them, dude. He was trying to. You found Black Fletch and Zabbis, or Spaghetti Clown Fletch and Zabbis. Mm-hmm. Flagetti found uh, a, well, a, another... It's not quite Flagetti, right? Oh, right. It is the, the entity is in charge. Yeah. Yes. Spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> is his name Spaghetti? <laughs> First name Spaghetti, yeah, last, last name, name Clown. clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the the couple name suggests. <laughs> it's he's still a little tiny bit flack, so he's Fugetti. Fugetti. Yeah, instead of Fugetti. Forget about it. How stupid. <laughs> Sorry. You guys found a, a cloning lab of some kind. You talked to a dragonborn creature that had um, parts of other things grafted to him, who was still alive enough to talk and kind of hobble he revealed that he was uh the offspring of a larger dragon that you guys found um and zornor zornor uh and zornorella with the uh is the the mother yeah she hurt us yes hurt you badly in her rage and also hurt a lot of the dwarven guards she almost killed almost killed you guys you guys stole a uh snow cat vehicle to be very clear not an actual animal a snowcat is uh, a like tractor type vehicle that that travels over the snow on treads and uh you guys took one uh powered by one of those um gem powered motors and you are fleeing the scene margarine learned some things uh from uh dormac one dormac is kind of a double agent a little bit he is a member of the light of the aurora that worships the the aurora and the 
the dragon that they believe to serve it, Didrodon, even though um, the dragon has not uh, been seen uh, like a, a lot of these other dragons in a very long time. He said that there was an elf who visited the prince, Prince Cedric, and kind of kicked off this obsession with finding this bloodline that could potentially open this uh, sealed door into uh, the lair of the dragon. The lair uh, was also mentioned by the entity that is the Spaghetti Clown uh, as nearby. He warned Zabbos that they were near Death's lair or Death's embodiment here in this world. Wait, repeat that last one? But that's sp- the entity that is Spaghetti Clown mm-hmm. warned Zabbos that you were nearby Death's lair. Uh, you as in Flack or you as in everyone? Or you as in Zabbos? You as in everyone. Okay. You, you, you collectively are, are nearby because you're, you're all together. You're now currently on that uh, snowcat fleeing the scene, and you uh, have Dormac with you. The dragon also uh, in pursuit. Uh, and Zornor Rella? is the young one. Is oh, the yeah, young Zornor. one, yes. What's the mom? Zornor <laughs> And now you are out into the snow uh, heading somewhere. Zabbos is driving, proficient in vehicles. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a while, I think, since I've gotten to drive a vehicle. Did I ever make it on? Yes. Okay. Yes, you eventually made it on. Every, We're all on. Everybody, yes. And everybody is, uh, I believe, pretty hurt from the dragon breath weapon. There was a round yeah. of healing. Uh, I'm at seven. Yes. I'm at 54. I'm at two. Oh, yeah. Uh, 60. All right. So we're doing, okay. They're not. I'm bloodied. We, we ate spaghetti. Yeah. Right? Spaghetti gives us like three HP points. <laughs> I'm, not yeah. Yeah, I'm doing what I can, okay? It's just all carbs. I'm, carbs are good for you if you're bleeding. That's true. Yeah. If you need like some energy. Get off my back. <laughs> I am looking for a thing. I wrote the word desire. I don't like that. No other notes what around. What is your desire? <laughs> Do you wish it? <laughs> Words are five. Marjorie has uh, the carving tools that she found. In yes. The, yeah. Oh, I should write that in down. Cedric's, uh, Cedric's desk, and it, which she used to escape. Cedric had kind of cornered Marjorie and wanted to test her blood to make sure that she was uh, the one that he has been looking for. And she fucked up. She messed up and she made it obvious that she is. Whoopsies. I have my knife back. Yes, you do. You all have your stuff. You, uh, you also have that axe. I do. Or hammer. And that spear of teenage energy that I will never talk about again. And it bothers me to this day. <laughs> Set it up. Did not pay it off. Chekhov's teenage, teenager staff. You know, it's a lot of seeds. Not all of them take fruit. Uh, but that one's like stuck in my tooth. Ugh. There could be an opportunity. No well, one will remember, Gressel. <laughs> I'll be like, look at this thing. And everyone listening to the show and a part of it will go, we don't care. But when I get, when I get the, the episode summary thing available on the eventual website, then people will be able to, <laughs> to go back and search it. All right. So you burst. From the hangar, the large opening in, out into the snow-covered glade, 
uh, beyond. And when your vehicle hits the snow, uh, you immediately f- can all feel just how deep of snow this is. This is deep uh, and fresh powder. Ooh, fresh pow pow? Yeah, and you float Ooh. across it. The snowcat makes easy work of uh, the- traveling through the snow, but you are uh, your vision out to the sides is obscured as kind of like rooster tails of snow fly up uh, on each side of it. Uh, Zabbis is in the center of the vehicle driving, that working the controls. There is a uh, wheel of sorts and a lever to control the throttle. Uh, behind you, Zabbis, is the firebox, the engine uh, that has the gem inside of it that Margarine uh, took from the prince and used to power this vehicle. It's similar to the other uh, engine boxes that you've come across at various points through your uh, adventure with these mechanized vehicles, uh, where there's some sort of magical energy that is powering this contraption. Uh, uh, around you, Zabbis, are your companions, Legetti, uh, the entity that is the spaghetti clown inside of Black, uh, Fletch, yeah. Margarin, yeah. and Dormac as well. Behind you, as you speed away, the dragon is making quick work of completing her destruction of this hangar and the things inside of it. The dwarven guards in service of the prince are doing their best to try to hold her rage back, but they uh, are no match for this enormous creature as its large leathery wings beat a gust of wind around the hangar and also uh, her acidic, nasty breath weapon. You hear the screams of the dwarves as you speed away into the snow, and you look out above you into the night sky, and there is a huge, beautiful aurora filling the sky everywhere you look, obscuring the uh, stars beyond with a green and blue light. Um, It's... uh, truly something to behold and if it weren't for the sounds of chaos behind you uh the stillness of this uh high mountaintop place would be uh peaceful but carnage cutting through at peace uh nevertheless dormac takes notice of this aurora and it seems to kind of change his whole demeanor and he he, he kind of lights up the reflection of uh the northern lights in his eyes uh, gives him uh, a renewed sense of purpose. It, it kind of brings some courage back to him. And he looks around at you and he sees just how roughed up uh, some of you are. Especially me and, and Zabbis over there. Yeah, Zabbis slumped over yeah. the wheel. Just like you can't see Zabbis. Zabbis' arm is up holding the reins. Yeah, yeah. just barely conscious. Thormac removes from uh, within his clothes... Um, next to the kind of shimmering undergarment that he showed to you, Margarine, to prove his allegiance to the light of the Aurora. (laughs) He showed you his shimmering undergarment? (laughs) Every man does. (laughs) Is that a Mormon thing? (laughs) (laughs) Magical underwear? It's a Mormon thing. (laughs) Um, And he removes a long uh, needle-like wand um, that he waves into the air and he cre- he creates uh, a kind of small uh, light effect similar to the one that uh, stretches across the sky uh, and it settles on you guys all like a blanket and it functions as the mask your wounds spell oh. 
Um, so you guys are going to be healed. Yay. Four. For how much? Five. Make it good. Better, more than five. <laughs> more than ten. More than ten. Uh, 28. Oh. 28. Oh. That's what All I like us? to see. Yes. All of us? Wow. All of you. How do I get that spell? Uh, it's a fifth level druid spell. Oh. Well, I'm oh, a, also cleric. I'm a, I'm a level seven cleric spaghetti clown, so... <laughs> You probably should have leveled up Spaghetti Clown a little bit. It's been yeah, a bit. My max hit points is 55. <laughs> yeah, we're level 14. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. You're level yeah. seven? I'm uh, pretty El Dente over here. We're double your level. That's why you're only healing us for three. Probably. Spaghetti's. Yeah. Old. What is it about this car ride that inspires Spaghetti Clown to up five levels? <laughs> <laughs> right? The blanket reminds him of mozzarella cheese. As it lays a lasagna. Knits him a blank. <laughs> oh, when what does Spaghetti young. Clown's grandma look like? Oh no, it, very scary, honestly. Like welcome. a woman who was who's lived through the Great Wars. Yeah, <laughs> but she's like weirdly tall and thin. Yeah, she's like a so. slender or man. Or she's just Stragonona. Did you guys have that book? Who's that? Stragonona. Oh, is that who makes the, the spaghetti? The, the spaghetti that never witch. Ends? Oh, yeah. is it the forever spaghetti? Yeah. Sounds- she has like a magical cauldron and makes Ooh. spaghetti that like. Is that what that book's about? I read that when I was small enough that I was just like, cool pictures, aesthetic. Oh, yeah. This has won an award. Give spaghetti. The spaghetti that, flood. That cauldron. It always looked so tasty. The, the that cauldron book. that makes Sp- spaghetti? The yeah, Stregonona cauldron. Yeah, let me, let me flood towns. Dude, there's a video. <laughs> <With> pasta. <gasps> Carbo load them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did just level you up to 12, so you have... 12? Oh, uh... oh, wait. Oh, you just did that in D&D and Beyond. Yes, Holy I shit. did. Wow. I didn't know you had that power. He's Jeez. the dungeon master. I know. Strega... I didn't know that he could hack, too. Dragonona drowns a town in spaghetti? Yeah, yeah. How do I not remember this? Oh, yeah. You blocked it out. This is crazy. It's too traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> I truly, the only thing I remember about that book was that it won, like, a children's book award. Like, I the, the most that. prestigious... The, like, Mayberry Medal yeah, look or at whatever. This guy's, like, yeah. fucking surfing on spaghetti in this picture. See, oh, wow. that seems like a good time. That's fun. We could probably adjust... I'm sure there is a spell that we could adjust for you to drown things with spaghetti when the time comes. Thanks. But for now... Yeah. You have more pressing... Matters to contend with as you are uh, driving away from the prince's base. Uh, where are you going, Zabbis? Now that you are uh, able to sit up and look out ahead of you, <laughs> two things. I I'm wondering if we should try and save that dragon because I feel bad for it, even though it did try to kill us. But it's just because it was scared. And also, look at this little baby dressed as Dragonona. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know, like, should... Because now I'm feeling, I'm feeling reinvigorated because, like, I'm not at two hit points. I just, I don't know, guy, like, I feel bad. Should we try and save save his mom? Uh, we could, like, run over the rest of those dwarves with the snowcat. Yikes. I don't his know. mom could fly. Uh, I like the way you're thinking, to be where honest. Where else can we go? Because what do we see? Just like woods? You see, uh, it's a huge, big glade of snow. It's a, it's like a small, not necessarily a valley, but it's like an open, big, uh, you know, just snow expanse. Up, down, significantly uh, across this glade, it's like another big wall of mountain. And then 
it looks like it looks like you're in like a not a glacier but like this run of snow that leads up to this big wall of stone that's very sheer and smooth and then on the side of that is like uh you know cliffside and and sheer mountain so you could head up towards that it's just it right now it's a dead end or you could head it down the mountain which would looks like a big ski run basically Margarine does sound kind of fun. (laughs) Uh, Margarine tries to remember what she saw and felt out the window of Cedric's office. It was that steep. Yes, that is at the end of this road for all intents. Zabbis, we got to go to that. I know it looks like a dead end, Uh but I think that's the door of Didridon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Are you sure? Because that looks like a a wall we will just crash into and die. I'm going off of vibes, but apparently I've got special blood, so I trust the vibes. Okay. At worst case, we can get Dornor's mom to come and help. Come pick us up. Or pick us up. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Call your mom to come pick us up. Yeah, Zornor, can you like call her? in the car with us. No. No, Zornor ran to go talk to his mom, and we left him. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think think Zornor's with us. Oh, I think him. you left, left the, the, uh, the monstrosity. Oh, I feel bad for him. You, lo- you look back and you just see that, like, the dragon seems to be taking care of things. Okay, yeah. so we don't need to rescue the dragon. She has wings. And yeah. they're huge, and they're currently, like, flapping and hitting guards and, like, knocking stuff over. And, yeah, there's just stuff covered <laughs> in acid. Crates of things are, like, melting. And she can get out of there, right? Yeah, it's there's an open, open. Yeah. yeah. She's also a fucking dragon. She'll find. Okay, I will agree with going to this sheer rock face. If after we do all the stuff we gotta do in there, we can take the snow cat down that really steep hill and do some stunts on it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Take fun. it off some jumps. <laughs> all right, just uh, when you park, make sure you park in a way that is easy to just head that direct. Okay, I can do that. I can park really good. That's my fantasy, is I can park really good and I don't get anxiety when I'm trying to park and people are in the car or watching me from on the street. That's my ultimate fantasy. That's why I play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Buy a house and park a car. Yep. You do that. You turn uh, the snowcat towards this uh, cliff face and you head in that direction. The light of the gem uh, burns a little brighter as Zabbis slams onto the throttle and the treads start to spin uh, with greater speed and you head up the mountain. You realize now as you do that uh, just how large the scale of this space is. It's not a small area. You are in, you're on a mountainside. It's a huge expanse. It's hundreds and hundreds of yards that you have to cross of, of deep powdery snow to get to this uh, this cliffside that you believe margarine might be the door and as you do the wind whipping in your faces anyone not Zabbis roll perception anyone not me? yeah you're driving you're focusing on driving alright I'm looking I'll try 22 oh 19 6 <laughs> <laughs> yep that's snow <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Flagetti, you're still focused forward, looking out where Zabbis is looking in the direction that you're going, but Fletch and Margarine, you're looking back, and uh, you see uh, along the wall of rock where the prince's hidden base, his laboratory, is built, you see openings 
uh, slide open and light uh, coming from them. Uh, light that is interrupted by something passing in front of it. Uh, and then you see speeding towards you some glows of additional gems powering smaller, faster, nimbler uh, snow motorcycles. What? <laughs> Curling toward you with great speed is a group of uh, dwarven motorcycle We're bad guys. James Bond. <laughs> I know, this is very James Bond. <laughs> Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 170 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&D on Twitter or D&D&D on Instagram, or email us at D&D&D at gmail.com. To be honest though, the Twitter is uh, winding down, so uh, that is going to be checked less and interacted with less um, just because of the way that that app has changed uh, lately, so... I'm working on new ways to uh, update news about the show um, and hopefully interact with you listeners as well. Um, But just heads up that uh, the Twitter is not going to be as active as it was, which was not as active as it was uh, way back in the day. Uh, But going to be posting more on Instagram, hopefully. uh, And there might be some other new things in the works as well, uh, which will be announced uh, alongside some fun fifth anniversary celebration things coming up in June. Uh, There will be a separate uh, announcement about those things coming soon. Uh, But for now, just know that June's going to be a little bit of a special month. Uh, We're going to be looking back a little bit uh, and looking forward as well. So stay tuned for that. Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, shared a couple of recipe cards recently to those patrons. Going to get a new one out here as well. Uh, and then we're behind a little bit on the t-shirts, but uh, Beth will have some new t-shirt designs this summer uh, to fill the backlog from the spring. Speaking of Beth, she has a couple of convention appearances coming up this weekend. She'll be at Fanime Con in San Jose. And then the next weekend, the first weekend of June, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, she'll be at Acon in Texas. James and Chelsea will be at Monster Palooza in Pasadena. Uh, and then I believe later this summer they'll be at Midsummer Scream, but I don't have those dates yet. Uh, check Dead Meat stuff for more info on that. Uh, and Beth will be at San Diego Comic Con uh, in July as well but thanks so much for supporting the show however you do by listening through the patreon by uh buying some beth's beth's art uh or or just listening here on your podcast provider of choice we really really appreciate it it is why we are able to make the show and tell the stories we couldn't do without you we couldn't get to five years without you listening to the show so thank you so much uh we're going to get back to it right now after a couple more ads and then the rest of the show. So thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. We're just in her on Her Majesty's <laughs> Secret Service. Or what's the other snowy one? There's, there's a, a lot few of them. Of them. Yeah. Uh, Russell, what, there's how the one many that's are in, there? In, in, uh, there are eight. Zavis. Yeah. There's a bunch of snow bikes headed our way. Snow bikes? Oh, shit. Yeah. And here's what I'm thinking. We'll take those along with the snowcat yes. and go down the mountain. Oh, yeah. So, we so much better stunts we on those. Shred powder. I, do you think you could backflip on one? Yeah. 
I can't do that on a cat. Tell you that right now. Well, we don't know that. I was gonna say we we can try that too. We can try that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We have to keep at least three intact. Okay, that's all right. Good call. Good call. Now, what's the next gameplay? Marjorie's heart's beating. (laughs) They're getting closer. You start to hear the sound of the of the treads of these giant. They have like really big tires that are that are treaded that are spinning. They have chains on them with spikes. Oh, hey. The (laughs) I have an idea. What's up? I was. I'm gonna call the storm. Uh, okay. Snowstorm? Yep. I'm gonna call the storm. Um, is there a roll to that? <laughs> no. No, okay. no, no, no. Cool. So I want it to start raining, and then I want to use gust of wind to freeze the rain pellets and shoot them at the, the the guys on the bike. Uh, it does start to rain. The rain, though, at this altitude and this temperature is very much snow. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, you have a lightning strike that you can direct with call the storm. Yes. I want to... Strike one of the the bikes. Uh, you do that. Roll your damage. Strike the bike. What the... what damage is that going to be? I think it's a D eight. Used to be a D six. It's functionally worthless at this point. With calling the storm, uh, because there's a storm and lightning in this biome, it creates what's called thunderstorm. What? What? A dramatic weather phenomenon, <laughs> which. Simply snow accompanied by thunder and lightning. It's only specific when certain ingredients come together. Okay. So, just just so everybody knows thunder snow. It's a real thing. Okay, thunder (laughs) snow is happening. So you're not looking at the, like, D&D 5 looking at Google. (laughs) That's amazing. Well, was it so, like, you can pick, like, a weather condition to be made or something with this spell? No, no, it's just literally called this. It's just rain. Oh. It's Normally it's just a thunderstorm, but oh. because it's it's it. okay. we are at this altitude, yeah. yes, the conditions are right for thunder snow. So, and there's a Flesh's yeah. <laughs> eyes roll back, uh, you know, he there's the the clouds gather in the sky, uh, obscuring the aurora. Interestingly enough. Oh. Uh and you you no longer see this beautiful expanse of light ahead of you it, uh, or above you. Instead, the clouds gather with Fletch's storm and thunder snow uh, starts to fall from the sky. And then I want to use the gust of wind to focus and make blow up a lot of snow in their faces. Okay. Uh, the terrain is now difficult. It is very difficult to see Zabbis as you are driving through this blade. Uh, we will contend with that um, on your turn. Here, let's just pick up Oh, are you keeping initiative? We'll That's call fine. that a surprise round, and we'll know we'll roll the one. Okay. Is that what we're doing right now? Yes. And we're heading up a mountain, and not down. Right. Fourteen. Nineteen. Eight. You last. Four damage. One of them. Oop! They got a one. They're last. And they only get to go every other round because they failed. So. And they're <laughs> freezing because they didn't wear any clothes. Bartram, did you roll? 19. They were going to the beach, but they got called into work. All right, so the surprise round of Calling the Storm slams a uh, thunderbolt or a lightning bolt into one of the one of the motorcyclists. It kind of knocks them off course a little bit, but then you lose sight of them in the snow. You guys don't have visibility beyond um, maybe 10 feet at most. It is uh, very, very snowy uh, up here. Uh, the thunder snow claps around you. The sound of whirring engines uh, seems to be coming from all directions. 
Uh, Zappus barrels forward and pushes down on the throttle. The sound of the engine of both your snowcat and the motorcyclist uh, is humming in your ears. Margarine, your first act now. What do you do? Uh, what's in this cat? <laughs> You're looking for stuff? Yeah. There's like a box of like maintenance tools, like a toolbox, like a first aid kit and like a survival kit that would have, you know, not a lifeboat, but, you know, like a space blanket and stuff like that. Rations, the engine box and associated things. There's some spare parts, uh, you know, all basic things like that. There's some cold weather uh, clothing, you know, um, to try to keep people warm. It also looks like there's some excavation tools and... Um, you know, tinkering tools and things like that. Lots of tools. Digging stuff, implements, pickaxes. Mm-hmm. Anything you could think of that is stereoty- stereotypically dwarven or stereotypically, um, like, s- scientific to th- in terms of excavation or, or um, you know, discovery that way would be. Here. Okay. And before the storm was called, yes. how far away would you say we were from the door? Or what I'm assuming I would say uh, over 60 feet, between 60 and 80 feet, and they were coming towards you. What? No, the door was coming towards me? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, the, 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 your destination. The destination. Away. Wall. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. An I'm action a, sequence I'm slang. a punch girl. <laughs> yes. So there's nothing for me to punch, and there's nothing in here that like makes sense for me to toss out to pop their tires because they're using spiky treads. So I'm just gonna have a conversation with Dormag. Okay. The uh the Aurora, the Aurora, Dormag. We saw some stuff about auroras. It's not always a natural occurrence. Did you sense that to be particularly special? Uh, the the one tonight. Yeah. It's stronger than 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 any I've seen in a long time, and it and it, I could feel uh the the energy of it. It was I I channeled it to to heal you and. It's more than than I've experienced. I mean, that the Borgi isn't far from here, and and we've never felt that kind of energy there. It's at a lower elevation, but uh, it's it's nothing like this. There's something there's something happening tonight. Dormac, earlier on, there was somebody who displayed a monster that was from a different a, a different world, and they found the monster on a night where the aurora was particularly strong. I think that. There might be something connected with our world and a different world being con- open right now. The Feywild. That's possible. There's there's legends, but we've never been able to find any kind of empirical proof that that's what happens. I have lived my life ignorant of proof of anything. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta believe, Dormac. And You're that's getting closer. six seconds. <laughs> yes, uh, that we will call that both your and Dormac's turn. Fletch, you're up. Roll uh, perception. Yes. Well, 22. Shadows move in the snow at a distance that is uh, just on the edge of how far you can see clearly. And uh, roll a d4. Two. Uh, you can see uh, pretty clearly the shapes of two of the motorcycles that are getting closer and closer to you. They're just on the edge of how far you can see clearly, but they're, they're, you know, the shapes of them in the snow you can make out Hmm. in the light uh, that is glowing from their engine and glowing from yours. Uh, Marjorie, do you still have the Helm of Ferdy? Oh, do I? Yeah, you would have grabbed that with all your other stuff. Uh, Yep. 
Uh, can I have that? Yep. I put it on to see if I can see through the storm. Okay. To see, like, I don't know, like, weakness. Yeah, weakness. I'm thinking video gamey, like, outlines or something. Roll investigation, nature, or arcana. 19. The tires have large spokes uh, that looks like they could be, uh, you could stick something in them. They are not, uh, they're not, like, sealed off wheel walls. You also see that the dwarves, though they are heavily armored, have, um, you know, like eye slits in their helmets. Uh, And um, other than that, though, they're pretty much, you know, meddled into these, uh, their their vehicles. They don't have seatbelts or (laughs) any other kind of uh, way that they are attached um, to the vehicle, though. Uh, They are just sitting on seats, very kind of like Tron-like. I want... How then they're close enough to these two that you saw are getting closer. They're 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 right on the edge of your you know they're about ten feet away, a little over ten feet away, getting closer. The two like leading ones. Okay, I turn to the team and say, "I'll be right back." And I look to one of the one of the bikes and I jump towards oh. one. Okay, roll to land ath- on top. Roll ath- acrobatics. Sixteen. I don't think a 16 is going to do it. Oh, no. I think you fall into the snow. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'll be right back. <laughs> In a big poof of oh powder. God. We can't even see him because he just how deep is <laughs> just, the snow. Yeah. Yeah, so far as we know, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to take seven damage as you tumble into the snow oh. and then <laughs> you're going to be run over by one of the Oh, stop. It's not like wow. I got a one. Damn, nope. dude. Uh, but this is what's going to happen. You're okay, up, man. he's pointed at me. Yeah, you're gonna get up. hit yeah, by really one of the motorcycles oh. and take damage as a result. Take yes. another eight damage. Okay, Dude, but make, roll to I'll like give grab you it. Roll the oppor- board. Yes, <laughs> grab the ladder. I will give you an opportunity then to grab as this thing hits you. Yes. Hold right Thank click you. as you do it. Okay, no, that doesn't work. Anymore. Oh, they patched that. They you're patched right. That. What, what <laughs> am I? What am I? What am I roll? Uh, uh a- athletics. This now is a strength. Eleven. <laughs> oh man, one of those off days, huh? <laughs> Do you have inspiration or anything? It is blank. <laughs> so no, it is blank. <laughs> well, this is how he dies. <laughs> this is how... <laughs> you jump, you miss the first motorcycle. Shit. You're you're hit by the second one. Oh. <laughs> you tumble into the snow, uh, and you just hear the sounds of all of these vehicles speeding <laughs> away from you. The storm raging above you and snow uh, falling gently over your <laughs> the storm shoulders. that you made happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a talk Let later. Uh, Zavis, you are Spin driving around. the the car. Yeah. Make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Twenty one. You uh, easily avoid a boulder that comes into your vision. And you are able to steer the cat out of the way. And let's see if one of the pursuing motorcycles is as lucky. It's not. Bonk. Nice. James Bond. <laughs> do I hear Do I hear that? Yes, you see an explosion. Fuck. You oh. see the flash of an explosion. One of eight. <laughs> but is that an explosion or is it your thundered snow? Wow. I'm sorry. Why are you getting <laughs> all that, snippy? Is that your rings of secrecy? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm, I did it. <laughs> I blew one up. Zappas, you you like at the last second jet out of the way, cool. and uh, this one blows up. You still you still can act, 
uh, and do something else if you so choose, or you can continue to drive. I feel like I should keep <laughs> Black Flagetti. Hey, it's Spaghetti Clown. Spaghetti Clown, you roll roll of perception. Oh, okay. Eleven? Uh, no, you see nothing but oh. snow. Uh, but you can hear all around you uh, the sounds of these motorcycles in pursuit. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I can I can hear them. You have a vague sense of direction. You said they're like all around us. They're all around you. I don't know, man, because I can't see shit. So, uh, a lot of these spells are talking about people you can see. <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, puts me in a bind here. So, yeah, is is Zavis still hurt? I believe so. All right. Guess I'll just cast Aura of Vitality. Uh, healing energy radiates from me in an aura with a thirty-foot radius. Oh, dang! And moves with me. And uh, I can use a bonus action, which I'll do, to cause one creature <laughs> in the aura to regain 2d6 hit points. Who does the 2d6? Is that me or is that Zadis? That's you. Cast. Roll. Six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zadis will be here. Healed for six when Chelsea returns. Guess that's it. I'm holding tight. Keep my ears open. The, uh, the baddies turn. Uh, three of them are going to enter your field. Oh, of- you, you didn't say they were baddies. They some baddies? In that they are opposed to your oh, okay. goals. I mean... They ain't like shorties baddies? It's, it's like a girlfriend that oh. you haven't had sex with yet. Oh, that's what a baddie is? Well, it's, uh, you know... It's like when you're in the club. Yeah, and you and see, you that see baddie a couple over baddies. There. What? Since when? Really? That's a... That's- uh, yeah, baddie. That's, yeah, we got a hot. Chelsea, there's a couple baddies following yeah, short, us. Shorty's oh, probably there's like, some baddies? Yeah, there's some baddies. There's some baddies. There's there's some baddies. baddies. Oh. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> All uh, of the other husbands in the room are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell we don't go they to clubs, honey? <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who brought it up. Oh, okay. I'm the one who made the joke in the first place. Also, I healed you for six. Oh, me? Yeah. Baddie. Baddie. Yeah, because <laughs> you my baddie. All right, two of the baddies. Really I wish Mike would call me a baddie. What? You, you really think? Not yet. I'm a baddie. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I don't know what you were talking about. The not sex with. It's just a girl who's super attractive. Well, yeah, but in, in ordinarily, you would to say that she's a baddie with the intent with the intent of having sex. I said it weird. I give you that. Okay. And I apologize. Because Chelsea a baddie. There you go. Well, now uh, we and, know. And you know what? I guess now we know. It, we, you know they I'm did gonna it. share a secret. I hit that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, family friendly <laughs> podcast. God. Publicly announced. Well, congratulations, you two. Confirmation. God. We all suspected it. Yep. That'd be a crazy reveal, though. It's like, oh, actually, we've been married for like a year and a half and we still haven't done it. <laughs> We're waiting for the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the motorcycles <laughs> enter the field of vision out around the snowcat, and they take from their uh, their hips. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, some hand crossbows that look augmented in some way, mm-hmm. um, and they charge. There's a high pitched whine, um, and you see 
gems along the uh, the barrels of these crossbows that imbue the arrows with some magical energy. Jeez. Uh, and they fire in your direction. Flagetti and Dormac yeah. are, are hit. And you are going to take eight damage, each of you. Dormac does not take this hit well. Oh. He uh is not. He is a he. Well, he's he's nobility. Oh, oh yeah. He is not. Yeah, Yeah. he has papery skin. (laughs) Yes, he is not used to to being in uh the line of fire, and he uh slumps next to you, Marjorie. Or you were talking to him. He let's say he like slumps forward. He's like, ugh. Yeah, I was like digging through the stuff. Right. He like leans on you now, and then kind of smears off your blood on you. Oh. 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 That sounds fucked up. And now. Fletch, where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the motorcycles pull up and stop. Their riders dismount. Mm-hmm. And from uh, their backs, they remove axes. They start to march towards you. Uh, you can see that once they get off their bikes, they sink about halfway to uh, a little oh. bit uh, oh. above the waist, between the wet waist and chest in the snow. And they are trudging through you, through it to get to you, moving very slowly, brandishing these nasty-looking axes. Uh, one of them points it at you and says something, calling you out, but you can't hear it through the storm. What? It, he repeats it and waves his axe, but again, the storm rages, and uh, all you hear is the wind whistling against the ears of the helm of Ferdy. I wave my bow. Staff. staff. <laughs> oh, my bow staff. And it's like, what? I- Hello? <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I-, I need a ride. <laughs> Uh, it is Margarine's turn. Wow. That's my turn? That was their turn. Oh. Is he dead? Is he dead? No. He's just hurt and scared. Okay, I give him a ration. Okay. I also grab another ration, and I carve the word bomb into it. <laughs> it transforms and spewing a uh, fuse that ignites and starts to burn. <laughs> Now I'm gonna throw it <laughs> in a in the direction of an enemy. Uh, you want to roll perception and see how accurate you <laughs> can like, be. Let's throw it off the don't throw it off the front. And it just <laughs> flies back into the snow cat and kills all of us. Uh, like Mario Kart when you forget to go backwards with the fucking green shells. I rolled a 19. Uh, 19, yes, you can dial in more or less on one of the glows of one of the motorcycle's engines. And this one's for Dorback. Toss with a ranged attack roll. Uh, 20 plus your dex. Let's say you're not proficient in bombs. All right. Eh. I haven't done it. That's true. She just seems like she should be. I know. That's why I was like, once I said that, I was like, but that doesn't seem right. Yeah. I'm a, uh, uh, I'll give it to you. I'm not proficient okay. in bombs. All right. It would be your final call. Thank you. Hope I don't regret this. I won't going to be a 21. That is enough to hit uh, this motorcycle. What would the bomb damage? Roll a d12. That's it. And add six. Nice, nice. Oh, cool. Uh, 17. 17 is pretty solid. Almost max. In the light of the explosion, you get a glimpse of the one that you hit, which you uh, knock over. Uh, And the rider falls into the snow and tumbles. Uh, and stands back up. You can see that much before the light of the explosion subsides. You also see that the f- the shrapnel of the explosion catches another one of the bikes, uh, which this one wavers but stays right side up. 
you know, you did see that the uh, the rider, uh, you know, shakes his head in pain, presumably. All right. I'm going to use my bonus action to do second wind. I can regain 1d10 plus 5 HP as I hunker back down and keep kind of ruffling through whatever's in this this cat. Okay, is Thor max turn? And that is 10 health points back. You rolled a d10 and got 10? I rolled a d10 and got 5 plus 5. Oh. Thanks for keeping me honest. I mean, I e- did my equal math chances wrong. of rolling all of them. I did my math wrong earlier. It should have been a 19 to hit. No, I said 21, but... I figured it was fun. Guys, I lied. For the first time oh my in my whole life. Dormac is going to uh, try to collect himself. And Marjorie, you hunker down next to him. You look over. He has this magical arrow that is poking from his wound on his shoulder. Uh, he looks at it. He looks around. He's looking around for the uh, Aurora. He can't see it. The storm is it's blocking my view. His shirt starts to glow. starts to wave his needle around. Um, he creates an ice storm out of these clouds, forming them into a uh, hail of rock-hard ice. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you but can't. Yours is a... So is don't a, do it. Yeah, yours is a class ability, and this is a fourth-level druid spell. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, and ice starts to rain from the sky in a uh, 20-foot radius around the point in which he chooses... Um, taking the clouds from the sky and doing a bunch of cold damage to a couple of the couple of the bikes, uh, and two more of them are um, disabled. Their riders buried under ice. How many functioning bikes are left for our stunt show? Because there were eight to begin with. Five. Yeah. There's still oh, five no. left. One, well, there are four active bikes. One. Wait. Two are by me. There are. I blew one. Two up. active bikes. We don't destroy them all. Two that are fighting Fletch, and then one that the rider was knocked off of and is trying to. Now that the storm is gone, you can see that the rider is trying to right his bike, climb back on. Mm. Kill that guy. Get that bike. Fletch, your turn. These two guys storm hunt you gone. down. Storm is gone. You can see clearly now. Oh, storm thank is you. gone. All right. Um, and how are they close enough to hear me? Uh, we- now. You can yell, and it's very quiet, yes. Can you see all the obstacles? <laughs> Those are the only two. Uh, Add that to the playlist. Yep. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Did you see that thunder snow? <laughs> Have you ever seen that before? Take that to your scientists, you know? Be quiet, you elf. Oh, I mean, nice. you're going to tell me to be quiet when we're just, the three of us are just out here by ourselves? What kind of... I mean, I'm in control here. You've insulted the prince. That idiot? You keep insulting the prince. Don't you think he's dumb? Insult the prince one more time. Don't you think he's dumb? Uh, and the guy <laughs> swings his axe at you. I flee. I step. I fl- Yeah, I, you get out yeah, of the way. Dodge. Yeah. yeah. Is the other guy close? Uh, Yeah. Are they, are they on both of my sides? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, <gasps> Wait, question. Are, can you walk on the top of snow like Legolas? Oh. <gasps> Is that an elf ability? Or is he's a woods elf, so I don't know. A light, a fleet-footed, light-footed? Are you I am fleet-foot. I do have fleet-foot. And these you? boys are, like, waist-deep? Yeah, deep? you definitely yeah. are not sunk as okay. deep into the snow as they are, yeah. That's yeah. cool. 
Thanks for Our elves, like, do we have, like, hollow bones? Like, like bones. <laughs> <laughs> my bones. Uh, if they're on either side of me, I want to take my quarterstaff and hold it directly in front of me. And, uh, no, I want to uh, shoot them with lightning, but out of each end of the staff, my bow staff is infused with lightning. Okay. So, yeah, I'd like to lightning them. Because yeah, they, they, presumably they all have metal. They both have metal armor and metal metal helm and oh yeah that's brian you know? yes it doesn't it doesn't necessarily enhance the damage of electricity why yes, what are you fucking kidding there, me because Conductive. there are rules yeah like <laughs> electricity plus metal equals yeah here let me look it up real quick on yeah hey, yeah 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 hey look Google. what happens if you stick a fork in an yeah. outlet what happens also, have you ever we watched... try it if we if you want yeah grossly you want to stick a fork in an outlet i do not what happens when lightning strikes armor Mm. Will mm-hmm. that kill you? A fork in an outlet? It could. I think the it current... depends on the amperage. Oh, I was going to say, that seems... What, Michael? Crazy. It says the current will travel through the armor rather than through you. Oh! It looks like you just make a, a big show of zapping them. Uh, and then they just keep going forward. And I jump over them. And I run to the snowcat, the, the little <laughs> motorcycles. And they're like, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You, you oh, are yeah. idiots you now. You just outrun them. Yeah. Oh, you, you go, you're going to their motorcycles? Yeah, I just run away from them. I just hop over them. And okay. Just run towards uh, their... Roll a uh, roll an intelligence roll. Intelligence? Or... For jumping? No, 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 no. Or running? Or you know what? <laughs> no, to get on the snowcat or get on the motorcycle and know how to use it. Oh. Roll, roll animal handling. Animal <laughs> What? <laughs> What? Are these things animals? 19. No, they're not. No, they're not. We established earlier that it's not a real cat. It's a similar mechanic. There are rules. Yes, rules, which we are so famous for following. I just told you what happens in real life if metal strikes, and you're like, well, that's what we're going to go with instead of the (laughs) the fun thing. (laughs) (laughs) The end result is functionally the same. You uh, zap these guys that it jolts them. The uh, the electricity travels through their armor. And I say zip zap, and then as soon as I jump, I say top. Nice. <laughs> uh, you land on the snow and then grab one of their motorcycles, flinging yourself onto it. And then I want to turn. I want to start riding it, but then I want to ride it to the other motorcycle and take the keys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait! <laughs> My keys. D&D and D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sigan.